This episode is sponsored by Center Copy West. With grand format printing eight feet wide and as long as needed, an inch and a half thick, and exterior grade signage and banners, visit centercopywest.com for all your commercial printing needs. Welcome to Fire Pockets. This is Chapter 3. I'm alive. I made it back to shore. Are you still recording, recorder? I can't see well in the moonlight. Yes! So, I washed up on shore. I don't know if I escaped from an oncoming submarine or if I just escaped from a fire pocket that sounded like a submarine. I know Sedgwick did not. Either the submarine people nabbed him or he drowned. Sedgwick? He's out on the water in a motor raft with... I think that's Dr. Croft. What the hell? I'll get you for leaving me to die. Next time we see you, you're dead. We got a deathbed dead now. Okay, that is shockingly unfair. One, we both got sucked under when the aircraft carrier sank, and I tried to save him, but he started choking me, so I might have elbowed him in the mouth twice. But you don't choke the lifeguard. Now he's got a death vendetta against me? Did you hear me say death vendetta? Yes, thank you. All right, we, we see you when we kill you. Whatever, man. Shockingly unfair point number two. Where did he get a motor raft? And how is Dr. Craw alive when Sedgwick said he got killed? And where are they going? Probably they're going away from here. I've washed up on a stupid part of the shore. There's no soft sand here, no gentle lagoon. It's rocks. Angry rocks with jagged teeth on top of more rocks as far as you can see. Up against a cliff. And all around me is what looks like a semi-truck that fell off of that cliff and smashed to pieces down here. Huh? A lobster just tried to grab me. There's... Oh, this is cool. This uh, semi-truck was originally a grocery truck a year ago when the apocalypse hit. It was filled with lobsters at the time. I can see broken lobster tanks. Clearly the lobsters liberated themselves and set up a kind of a kingdom in the wreckage. I really appreciate that they did that. Ah! I'm not food! Stop! I'm being swarmed by lobsters! You guys, I don't eat you. I mean, I have, but none of you, specifically. This wouldn't be so horrible if I still had shoes, but in socks, on wet rocks, and in the moonlight that is more pretty than helpful, this is amazingly distressing. I'm climbing partway up a cliff. What now, crustaceans? Why don't you go eat some mussels, you jerks? Help us, Danny! No, you guys. This fire pocket is driving me nuts. Can you please stop repeating and tell me what you want? I don't know what that is. What's the fallen city? Where is that? Fire pocket people? It's gone again. Maybe these fire pockets really are ghosts. I'll tell you what, though. As soon as I figure out how to get off of this cliff without... Oh my gosh, a thousand lobsters are looking up at me. As soon as I get safely down and I get back home, you know what I'm not doing? I'm not going to the fallen city. I'm not taking instructions from a fire pocket that feels like it's being intentionally unclear. That could be a trap. I'm trying to find people and bring people together, not just listen to whatever voices show up like some fool. Because Danny Vanderwilks is a lot of things, and a fool isn't one of them. Hey, what's up? Ah! What? Who's there? Dude, look up. I'm crouched funny on a cliff, like five feet up from an army of lobsters. There's no fire pocket, but there's a voice. Dude, see the walkie-talkie on a rope? 
that's me. I can't see you! I know, it's nighttime. Grab the walkie, man. I'm way above you. Hello? Hey, my name's Lorne. Hi, Lorne. I'm Danny Vanderwilks. What are you doing on that cliff, man? Well, I'm podcasting my way through the apocalypse. Oh, cool. How's it going? I mean, I'm stuck on a cliff. I don't know what a podcast is. That's okay. Can I climb this rope? I wouldn't. Turns the shoelaces and tape halfway up. It wouldn't hold you, but if you tied a couple of those lobsters on for me, that'd be super rad. Lorne, do you know what's going on in the world? Oh, for sure. What? I signed up for this medical trial where you donate approximately three ounces of muscle tissue nope. for a thousand bucks. It's not a medical trial. They did something to me. I'm living in an altered mental state in your hallucination. Don't argue. Just give me a lobster. I ruled out medical trial. If you had said simulation or dimensional rift, you might have had an argument there, but I already went through medical trial. So you're in it too? No, we're all in it, but not... No, it's not a medical trial. It is. I'm climbing the cliff now, Lorne. I'm clipping the walkie-talkie in my shirt, climbing up the rocks without your rope. Oh, wait. A podcast. Like those guys who do ghost holes? Ah! They want people to all go to the fallen city. You want to come? Probably not. What's there? They say answers. Well, that's vague. With current events, I'm kind of a low-to-medium information person, so I just try to be open. Want to come do a thing or not? I'm interested. I'm almost to you. Can you reach down and help me? I prefer not to. What? Whoa. Okay, I'm at the edge of the cliff now, almost to the top. Lorne is backing away from me. He's a guy in an old-timey scuba suit. Helmet, gloves, the whole deal. And let me just... Stay back, please. Why are you wearing that? I told you. I'm in a medical trial. This is my special quarantine suit. Do you have to talk to me through the helmet? He's nodding. Who are you talking to? I told you, I'm doing a podcast. Oh, yeah. Are you Danny Vanderwilks? You don't remember me just telling you that? I thought you said your name was John. No. The ghost holes guys have put out a death vendetta on you, Danny. Don't listen to them. They don't know what they're talking about. He's getting something out of a... He's got a horse and a satchel. He's rooting through the satchel. They know about the calling scope. Did you just say calling scope? What do you know about the calling scope? What is it? The calling scope is some kind of big... I don't remember if they said weapon or key. Anyway, it has to do with the ghost holes and fixing something or other that's hidden in the fallen city. Alright, you know what? You're a little strange, but it's the apocalypse and we all have things, right? So... I'm gonna go with you to the Fallen City. Sorry, man. You can't come now. But you invited me. Yeah, but that was when you lied and said your name was John. He just pulled a chain out of his horse satchel. What are you gonna do with that chain, man? It's all I have to kill you with, but don't worry. I could probably smash you in under a minute. That's shorter than a roller coaster, and those are pretty scary, so... No, don't! Kill me. Medical trials work on a point system. If they say kill Danny Vanderwilks, that's gotta be a lot of points, right? Are you insane? Also, you can't listen to the ghost holes guys if you believe it was a medical experiment. It can't be both things. They conflict. Oh, whoa. Hey, you're right. If I had to pick just one thing, I guess I'd pick ghost holes. Lorne, chain down. I can't believe in both things. I should do what the ghost holes guys say. Thank you. Don't move, okay? No, no, no! Okay, mostly all I did there was duck. Well, lobster's gotta eat. Ugh.
I look hungry. I don't feel bad about that guy because his chain hit my jaw. How's a man like that survived the apocalypse this long? Well, he did have a chain. But hey, win. Now I have a horse. Hey, buddy. You want to be friends? I'll take you to the fallen city. That sounds like fun, huh? You want to look for a calling scope? See if we can put the world back together how it used to be? Somehow? Holy smokes, Fangmask Cloak Lady is riding up the hill. There's a road. She got another motorcycle. That's not fair. Alright, horse. I hope you're quick. Let's go through those trees! Ha! You can't ride a motorcycle through trees! Woo! Danny Vanderwilks here, back with my friend I'm naming Dart. Say hi, Dart. Update. I completely lost Fangmask Cloak Lady, and Dart seems to know exactly where he's going, because first he took me to an abandoned horse store where they had cowboy boots and saddles and hats. We both upgraded our wardrobes, didn't we, buddy? Yeah. And then Dart carried me to this old grocery store that still had working freezers. We heated up some nice meals, and now he's carrying me down this enchanting roadway. I say enchanting because it's peaceful despite all the wrecked vehicles and war zone material. I can only assume we're headed straight for the Fallen City because my horse is spookily awesome. Oh, Dart also found a sick rifle on our last bathroom break. So not only do I look like a sexy cowboy, but I have a scary rifle. And I'm riding on a vehicle which doesn't require gasoline and that I can't blow up by accident. I have yet to be this apocalypse prepped. Sometimes you just gotta trust your horse to solve your problems. How can you trust a horse who seems to know too much when you don't even listen to the fire pockets, Danny? Because the fire pockets are crazy, and for what reason would a horse lie? Dart is my friend. I think I can say that. We have a special bond. I'm just trusting Dart and seeing where that... Ooh, slow up, buddy. We've got a fire pocket. Wait a sec. I'm back on the horse, putting my ear to... Oh no. Oh shoot. Listen. I think there's a fire pocket inside my horse. Continue leading horse to Fallen City. There's a fire pocket inside my horse. It's the submarine fire pocket. How'd it fit in there? So before, when I was almost drowning with Sedgwick, and I thought that there was either a real submarine or a fire pocket that sounded like a submarine, I think that must have been a fire pocket, but now it's roamed around and moved inside of my horse. How can a fire pocket be inside an animal? Subject number 31 may be aware of Fire Pocket Gamma Niner. Wow. Okay. I have to unpack that. I, first of all, they called it a fire pocket. Am I influencing them, or, or am I just completely dead-on right that these bubbles are fire pockets? Hello? Can you hear me? I can't get in this fire pocket. It's inside my horse. Do the fire pocket people listen to my podcast? And subject number 31, I'm a subject, and there are others? Tell me more. Can you guys hear me? Detonate in five seconds. Detonate? What? Dart, I'm just gonna dismount for a sec. <coughs> oh, they just blew up. My horse is gone. Disappeared. What happened? 
Did they just vaporize my horse? There's no anything. It's just a clear mist. Really, it was more of an implosion. I just... Uh, I can't decide if they killed my horse or if they just... Get horse stowed away. Okay, yeah. Horse is okay. They pulled my horse into their submarine fire pocket. And he's gone now. Dart just disappeared. Of course he did. You can't see fire pockets. They're invisible. And what's inside them is invisible, too. Staying away from that one. Jerks took my horse. So, there was a fire pocket hidden inside my horse. It's still floating around on the road, probably. And they were obviously using my horse to bring me to the fallen city, but they didn't want me to know that's what was happening, so they sucked my horse away into their fire pocket. Or they just didn't want me recording, so that was their reason for sucking my horse away. They want me to go to the fallen city, wherever that is, but more than that, they don't want me to record them? Weird. Ah, oh, great. There's a big drone headed right at me. I'm in the middle of a big open street with fields all around. Yeah, there's nowhere to hide. I still have the rifle. I should shoot the drone, right? Yeah. Missed. I sound like I'm a bad shot, but this is definitely a manufacturing issue. I'm pointing right at the drone. Ah! The drone hit me! I dropped the gun. The drone has picked me up. We're going really high. The drone swooped me up like an eagle, and now it's zooming me back the way I came. Danny, stop struggling. Fang mask cloak lady? Yeah, I'm flying this drone with a remote control from the ground. You sound so much clearer through this drone speaker than when we've met face to face. Well, yeah, I'm not wearing my fang mask. Well, you sound lovely. Thank you. Yeah, can you put me down? Yeah, soon. Well, where are you taking me? You'll see. Can you please tell me what's going on? Yeah, I'm at war with the fire pockets, and you're my enemy. I am not your enemy, necessarily. Look, you agree that they're called fire pockets? We have that in common. That sounds like friends. You destroyed my hot air balloons and tried to kill me. You shot at me with a tank and came at me with a fireball. I'm not saying you misinterpreted any of that, but I would add that you tried to kill me first. You were lighting candle fires in fire pockets. You don't light fires. That makes everything worse. I was just experimenting. My nature was innocent and inquisitive, and yours was immediately murderous and unfriendly. You're either with them or you're a fool. Both scenarios make you a threat to me. How am I a threat when you have a giant drone that picked me up and is carrying me like a plush doll? I'm like a fuzzy little children's comfort toy that can't do anything, and you're like a dragon-killing helicopter machine. What's that? My battery's dying. Are you gonna put me down? You see that city just ahead? Is that the fallen city? No, no, no. This is by your apartment. Oh. Yeah. You see downtown? Those three skyscrapers grouped together? Are you going to land me safely on them so we can keep talking? No, I'm gonna drop you next to them, from way up high. Drop me? Yeah, so you die horribly. Oh, there's a big bullseye painted down there with a bunch of bodies laying all around. You see what I'm doing? Do not play target practice with me. I'm recording. My fans will riot. Ah! Her drone died, and I wiggled and I fell like maybe ten feet onto the roof of this skyscraper. But the drone is still clung to my back. Got it. What? Ow! What's on my butt? There... Are you... There was a baby lobster in my pocket this whole time? This whole time? 
Well, you must be starved, little guy. Put you in my front shirt pocket. That <laughs> his little claws are sticking up on both sides of the buttons like little hands. He's safe. He can't get out. I gotta feed him something. I'm gonna name you Clippy. I can be your horse. I think I deserve a pet after narrowly escaping death. Oh, there's another drone. This one is playing her war drums. That's just scary and mean. Oh, no. There's a drone playing drums to distract from the one with the gun. That's clever. And super dangerous. Hiding around the corner from the stairwell door. The gun drone is floating near it. I'm gonna duck inside as soon as I can. Danny, come out. Let's talk. Ha! Yeah, right. She's got two drones with guns. Plus the drums drone. She's triangulating. Danny, don't run. There's no point. I'm triangulating. Don't kill me, and I'll tell you where I hid the calling scope. You already have the calling scope? Nope. Just needed you to pause for a while while I got the door. Her drones are too big to follow me through the door. I'm headed to the basement. I'm going to steal a car and vacate like crazy. This is interesting. The National Guard, I'm assuming, though it could have been somebody else, stockpiled an epic amount of material and munitions in this parking garage. Probably during the incident when I think something attacked the world. Looks like we did try to fight back, but there's no people here left to give me any kind of evidence, just all their stuff. There's a whole pile of C4. <gasps> Thang Mask Cloak Lady is somewhere in this garage. That's her bike. She's looking for me. You know what? Stand by. I'm a block away. My baby lobster Clippy is with me to witness. I think Fangmask Cloak Lady is still in the garage looking for me. By now she's probably wondering, hey, who stuck a wire into this epic pile of explosives and I wonder where it goes? I'll tell you where it goes. To this detonator I procured. Click. Boom. Ha <laughs> ha, yeah! I just blew up the stockpile in the garage she's in. I know that's morally questionable, but is it? She painted a big target on the ground and dropped people on it. Danny. Ha! What the hell? I thought you were in the building. Where are your drums? I turned them off to sneak up on you. So they're not a fire pocket that's attached to you? You just carry around a sound system for reasons? Look, I just now had a strange experience with a fire pocket, and now I think we need to talk. Well, sure. Except that building is falling. It's not falling towards us. It's falling sideways. Well, the building just fell into another building, and that building is cracking, and now they're both falling toward us. It dominoed into another building! Run! What did you do? Well, apparently, the people who designed downtown made one very bad layout mistake, and I exposed it. All the buildings are falling down! That's what I'm saying! Did we just run into a fire pocket? Yes. I know this one. We gotta get out. No! Let go of my hand. Look, we're in a bubble. There's building debris falling everywhere outside, but we're okay. We're not okay. We're in a submarine fire pocket. But we're protected from the collapsing buildings. It's like a bubble shield. I'd rather take my chances out there than be here when the submarine comes. Are you crazy? If we ever meet again, I'll tell you why now I wouldn't mind if you survive. Good luck, idiot. Good luck, idiot. Good luck, idiot. Wait! She's gone. Okay, so she just left our little invisible bubble and launched herself into falling building debris. You can't hear it because this fire pocket is somehow insulating me from what's out there. It's getting dark. The buildings are all piling up on top of my bubble. I don't know how she could have survived that. Maybe she ducked into like a tunnel or a crevasse? Whoa! 
The fire pocket I'm in just shifted. Like it moved me more inside of it somehow. I didn't move my feet, but now I'm in a submarine. In a holding cell. I can see it, only it's like a ghost. It's, it's translucent. I can still see the building debris all around the bubble. It's starting to settle now. It's like I was transported into an actual submarine, only, only part way? I'm in two places at once. This is an aggressive fire pocket. A captain just walked in. Danny Van Der Wilks, I am with, uh, New Navy. You are under arrest for treason. Nope. Catch him! Don't let him get away! I left the fire pocket. I'm climbing away through building debris. New Navy? That was ominous. I noped right out of that. I don't want to get arrested for treason. That's really bad. Holy crap. I destroyed downtown. I knocked down six, no, seven buildings. Okay, charging me with treason isn't that much of a stretch at this point, but how is that even possible? Who designs buildings to domino? I don't care how many explosives you give me. Seven buildings? That's on the engineers. I'm glad there are zero people around, but also a little sad because nobody saw this and it was impressive. Hey, there's Fang Mask Cloak Lady. Her drums are going, but she's unconscious. Surprise, surprise. Seven buildings just fell all around her. We're... Okay. My apartment is that way. I'm going to... Carry her on my back. Wait. If she wakes up, I don't want her that close to me. I'm gonna make a sled out of this piece of door, drag her back to my place to do an interview. I just broke her drum machine. Maybe I'm gonna see if there's a wheelie card inside of this crushed copy store. What is that? Center Copy West. And wheel her back to my apartment. I'll tie her up because I don't trust her. And she's gonna be so mad. I smacked her in the face with the better part of downtown, broke her legit theme song, and she's gonna wake up handcuffed to my radiator by a pile of dirty lawn. You know what? Maybe not my apartment. Maybe we're gonna do the interview right here, in this half-crushed copy and supply store. Oh, another building is falling. Danny 8, building 0. I gotta drag her inside before the debris gets to us. Now would be a good time to wake up, lady. That would be a good time. There's a fire pocket right up against this crushed copy store. I can hear it. It's hot. I wonder if that's why Center Copy West didn't completely crush. The, the fire pocket protected it, maybe? Almost got her inside. Got it. We're in. Safe from the debris. I see a lot of machines and paper, but I hear a fire pocket. This one is humid. Oh boy. What new fire pocket is this? Find out what happens next time on Fire Pockets, Chapter 4. Fire Pockets, created by Michael Ryan Hahn. Danny Vanewilks, voiced by David Ross. Fangmask Cloak Lady, voiced by Elizabeth Muir. Lorne, voiced by Morgan Roberts. Submarine Captain, voiced by Becky LaFon. Sedgwick, voiced by yours truly. War Drums by JMEG713 Pond 5. Theme Song by Noel Milanio. This episode is sponsored by Center Copy West. <laughs>